today on New Season. Today is the day. You're not going to talk to the snake. You're not going to somehow negotiate with the snake. You're not going to go, woe is me. You're not going to embrace a victimization mentality or, or experience the perpetual pity party. Today is the day you're going to look at whatever devil has risen against you, whatever viper has jumped out of your snake, and whatever has come out of whatever viper has emerged in your family, your home, your marriage, your ministry, your mind, your finances, your health, your city, your community, your generation, and your nation. Today is the day you're going to shake it off in the name of Jesus. And now, here is today's word with Pastor Sam Rodriguez. If you were here last night, raise one hand. If you made it because you, if you made it, not because you perfectly held on to God, but because God perfectly held on to you, give him the best shout of praise you've given him thus far. I want to just wrap up as the Spirit of God has led me to wrap up. I want to greet our amazing Daystar family around the world, Marcus and Joni. We love you. And there's a word for someone right now. But before you're seated here in Australia, before you're seated, high five three people and tell them, I'm on my way to Rome. Tell them, I'm on my way to Rome. 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 You may be seated for a sec here. Let me, to Pastor Russell and Pastor Sammy, we love you. You definitely are planet shakers and you're changing the world. Without a doubt, we honor you. We honor all of our pastors and ministers. Here's God's word, Acts chapter 28. So let me give you a quick synopsis for our Daystar audience around the world. This is from last night, but this is it's just from last night here in Australia. But let me give you the perspective here. In Acts chapter 27, the Apostle Paul, this is the very fast, accelerated version. So here we go. The Apostle Paul was on his way to Rome on a prison ship as a prisoner. But in reality, he was on his way to Rome because in Acts chapter 23, verse 11, God gave him a word that he would go to Rome and the gospel message would be preached throughout the nations. So he's on his way to Rome and perception was not reality. On his way to Rome, he experiences a nor'easter, a mucho grande storm, a nor'easter. And the people on the ship decided to lower their anchor before they reached their destination. And God told us yesterday, never lower your anchor until you reach your destination. Do never, 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 never. So they lowered the anchor and, and then God gave them a word that even without the ship, they were still going to make it. Everyone on the ship would make it because they were with Paul. And, and we understood that there are things in life that we, on occasion, the, the very resource, the facilitative platform or mechanism or idea that we believe would take us to our destiny. There comes a time where God says it's not about the ship, it's about the word I have placed inside of you and upon you. Because what you carry is greater than what you go through. And what God has placed inside of you is greater than anything hell can place in front of you. So we got that. And then we understood, of course, that they made it. 
they, they experienced a shipwreck, but many of them made it just holding on to a piece of wood, the Bible says. And, but they made it nonetheless. They made it. They made it. Holding on to the cross. Today, we're still holding on to the proverbial, the metaphorical, the prophetic piece of wood, the cross. It's what Jesus did 2,000 years ago. I want you to look at your neighbor and tell him, I am not going to make it. I already made it. Y'all didn't get that. We have too many Christians that actually use the phrase, I'm going to make it, I'm going to make it. No, when you are born again, when you, when you have been washed by the blood of the Lamb, when Jesus is your Lord, when you have experienced the forgiving grace of Jesus, when you have experienced the resurrection power of Christ, my God, you're not going to make it. You already. I dare you to tell your neighbor, I made it. Tell your other neighbor, tell him I made it. Tell him I made it. I made it. Tell him I made it. Tell him I made it. I made it. In Christ, you already made it. When you're born again, when you're a Christ follower, when you're truly born again, when you've been redeemed by the vicarious atoning work of Jesus, you're not going to make it. You made it. You're there. You're safely on shore. You're safe. And that's why the most powerful person on the planet, the most powerful person on the planet is not the one with riches. It's not the one with armies or the one with fame. The most powerful person on the planet is a person set free by the blood of the Lamb, Jesus. Is a born-again, spirit-empowered, word-believing, devil-rebuking, demon-finding, water-walking, mountain-moving, child of the living God. If that's you, give God one more shout of praise and shout. I made it. Shipwreck survivors that make it to shore. Acts chapter 28, that was Acts 27, Acts 28. One safely on shore. Here's the story, the, the next part. One safely, so he makes it, the shipwreck, and el barco y todo se derribó y estaba en pedazos, and everything broke apart. So they made it, they literally made it, holding on to planks of wood. They made it to the shoreline of the island of Malta. The Bible says that's not theater, that's the way it looked. They were drenched. Paul was soaking wet. Some of them were swimming, some of them were holding on to planks. And it says this, one safely on shore, and we are, spiritually speaking, in Christ, safely on shore. Acts 17, 28, in him we live, in him we move, in him we have our being. We are safe in him. One safely on shore, we found out that the island was called Malta. And the islanders showed us unusual kindness. They built a fire and welcomed us because it was raining and cold. Paul gathered a pile of brushwood as he put it on the fire, a viper, driven out by the heat, fastened itself on his hand. When the islanders saw the snake hanging from his hand, they said to each other, this man must be a murderer. For though he escaped from the storm, the goddess justice has not allowed him to live. But Paul shook the snake off into the fire and suffered no ill effects. So I want to speak to you in, in about 22 minutes and 47 seconds. Just 
the anointing to shake it off. Look at your neighbor and tell him, shake it off. Tell your other neighbor, tell him, shake it off. Now, I, I want you to put this in perspective. Once again, storm survivors and shipwreck survivors that make it to shore carry the anointing to change the world. They do. And so you've survived things. You survived storms and you've survived shipwrecks and we've all survived something. And if you're watching right now, be the conduit of television and Daystar, if you're going through something, I'm prophesying to you by faith in the name of Jesus, you will survive whatever you're going through. Because God's purpose upon your life is greater than anything you're confronting right now. And, and, and at the end of the day, not only will you make it, you raised your anchor, you let go of your lifeboat, you held on to, to the quintessential piece of wood, but then it happens. And I need to show you what happens. You, you have to visualize it. It's like, it's like a movie, man. The man is drenched, soaking wet. He's cold. He just survived a shipwreck. And he just wants to warm himself up. And all of a sudden, out of the fire, comes what? A viper. And it grabs a hold of his hand. Now, I need to... The snake jumped out of the fire because of the heat, because of the intensity, because the snake couldn't handle the fire. We need to be careful when we dare to ask God for revival fire. When we ask for a, a, a revival, when we ask for fire in our nation, fire in our church, you need to be aware of that the snakes that have been hiding there for a long time can't handle the fire. So there will be snakes that will jump out that have been hidden there will be venomous and poisonous and strangling snakes that have been strangling. I'm going to prophesy to somebody right now. My God, the reason why the snakes are coming out is because the fire is increasing in your life and in your city and in your nation. When the snakes don't come out, it's because there's a lack of fire. But when the church is on fire, it's... visualizes the snake grabs a hold of his hand and a gather driven out by the heat fastened itself on his hand are you kidding me imagine Paul's face his body drenched exhausted cold wet and tired he just survived a shipwreck and out of the fire BAM a snake now it's important to know what Paul did not do this is what Paul did not do. Paul did not talk to the snake. Paul did not panic. Paul did not embrace a cynical view of the world. Paul did not say, you gotta be kidding me. I just went through a shipwreck, a nor'easter. We almost drowned, but we didn't by the grace of God. And now I get this, I quit. I'm done with this. This is way too much over the top. That's not what Paul did. He didn't embrace it. He didn't tolerate it. He did what? He took that snake. He took that snake and he shook it off and he put it back in the fire where it came from to experience its demise. Let me put this in perspective. Are you kidding me? In other words, let me speak parenthetically here based on what he did. The snake grabs a hold of his hand 
you got to put this in perspective. The man just survived what? And all of a sudden, a snake jumps out of the fire. Let me give you parenthetically what it looks like. Are you kidding me? Give me a close-up on this. I'm from California, so I'm going to use California nomenclatures and descriptors. Dude, do you know who I am? If you would have jumped out last month, last year, five years ago, I would have panicked. But I'm not that person anymore. I said I'm not that person anymore. I've been through my storm. I've been through my shipwreck. And through it all, God was faithful. Through it all, God provided. Through it all, God protected. Through it all, God promoted. I dare you to tell your neighbor, neighbor, I'm not that person anymore. Tell him I'm not that person anymore. No, 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 you need to understand. Tell him, neighbor, there are things that one month ago, one year ago, five years ago, would prompt me to panic. But I've been through hell, and I have an anointing that enables me to shake off. Somebody shout, through it all. Through it all, I found out that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love Him and are called according to His purpose for them. Romans 8 28. Through it all, I grabbed hold of the promise that if God be for us, who can be against us? Romans 8 31. Through it all, I discovered Romans 8 38 that nothing can separate me from the love of God. Let me have a conversation with a viper. Dear Mr. Viper, Mr. Snake, you attacked the wrong person. Let me explain to you why. The man was drenched, I kid you not. He just survived the shipwreck. This is, not, this is not theater. This is what happened. Mr. Snake, I carry an anointing that was born out of adversity. My anointing did not arrive from Amazon.com wrapped in comfort. My anointing fell upon me in the midst of a storm. My anointing was born in a shipwreck. And an anointing born out of adversity enables me to shake off everything hell sends my way. I'm gonna say that one more time. The anointing that is born out of adversity enables you to shake off whatever hell sends your way. I'm going to say that one more time. An anointing anointing that is born out of adversity enables you, empowers you to shake off whatever hell has sent your way. Look at your neighbor one more time. Tell them, neighbor, I'm not who I used to be. I'm not who I used to be. So I want to speak to you. Whatever snake has come out of the fire, whatever viper, whatever idea, thought, relationship, construct, whatever bit of warfare has emerged out of the proverbial fire, 
for the purpose of strangling your vision or poisoning your integrity or your faith. Today is the day. You're not going to talk to the snake. You're not going to somehow negotiate with the snake. You're not going to go, woe is me. You're not going to embrace a victimization mentality or, or experience the perpetual pity party. Today is the day you're going to look at whatever devil has risen against you, whatever viper has jumped out of your snake, and whatever has come out of... Whatever viper has emerged in your family, your home, your marriage, your ministry, your mind, your finances, your health, your city, your community, your generation, and your nation, today is the day you're going to shake it off in the name of Jesus. If you're ready to shake it off, give God a shout of praise. Matter of fact, grab it, grab it right now, grab it, visualize it, whatever it may be. That lie that has been spoken about you, that venom that has emerged, that thing that is trying to put a stranglehold on your future and your destiny. My God, you're not who you used to be anymore. There are things that would have prompted you to panic, but you don't panic anymore because you already discovered that God is faithful. But my, you, I said you discovered that God is faithful. If he did it before, he'll do it again. God is faithful. God is faithful. I want you to rebuke every devil, demon, legion, principality, and power of darkness, and believe with me. I want you to grab it by the deck right now. Luke 10, 19. I have given you the authority to walk all over snakes and scorpions. You will be able to destroy, wow, all the power of the enemy. And nothing will harm you. I said nothing will harm you. I'm prophesying to somebody right now, nothing will harm you. I said nothing will harm you. Nothing will harm you. Nothing will harm you. Whatever you're facing right now, nothing will harm you. Whatever's looking at you right now, nothing will harm you. Whatever has attacked you, nothing will harm you. You have it? And when God means and says nothing, he means nothing. They will fight you, but they will fail. For I am with you and I will take care of you. For I, the Lord, have spoken. Jeremiah 119. Grab it by the neck right now. Shipwreck survivors are not afraid of snakes. Storm survivors are not threatened by what comes out of the fire. Because when you survive the storm and overcome a shipwreck, then the snakes that jump out of the fire can do nothing to you. In other words, if what you went through did not stop you, nothing will. I dare you to tell your neighbor now, it's too late. I want you to prophesy to your neighbor. Tell them, neighbor, the things that once hurt you, I sense an anointing. The things that once threatened you, the things that stood poised to harm you, you have the anointing to shake them off in the name of Jesus. Are you ready to shake it off? Are you ready to shake it off? Are you ready to shake it off? I'm gonna prophesy to you one more time. We're gonna do this, this is real quick. The things that once poisoned and strangled your dream, your faith, your integrity, and your destiny will never be able to harm you again. Because God has given you the resources, the spiritual 
fortitude, wherewithal, acumen, and anointing to overcome. In the matter of fact, I'm going to tell you, repeat after me. And say this, say, my prayer, whatever the enemy brings against you, hear this. Say, my prayer will stop him. My praise will confuse him. My peace will paralyze him. My integrity will disarm him. And my resistance will make him flee. Shake it off! I want you to hold it by the hand right now. Go ahead. You know what it is. That thing that has, that has emerged out of the fire, the proverbial metaphorical prophetic fire, that is venomous and poisonous and wants to strangle your dream and your vision and your destiny. Look up here for a second. Grab it by the head. Go ahead. Grab it. I need you to understand something. It's not a coincidence, a coincidence that immediately after Paul experienced the shipwreck, the snake came out of the fire. The enemy looks for vulnerability. The enemy looks for the moment where you're drenched and cold and you're in need. The enemy looks at the moment where you are in most need to take advantage when you are, sort quote, most vulnerable. Paul was exhausted, physically speaking. He was cold. I'm not making that up. That's the word of God. He was drenched, tired. He, he just barely made it. He gets on shore and this thing shows up. The enemy shows up right at that moment where he thinks, where he believes this person doesn't have it within them. This is the moment of weakness. What the enemy doesn't understand is that if you never would have been through what you've been through, you would not be carrying the anointing that you carry to do what you're about to do next. I wish you would understand what that means. If you never would have been through what you, there are things, there are things you've been through. And if you never would have been through what you went through, you never would have picked up the anointing and the wisdom and the knowledge and the truth and the grace and the revelation and the mercy and the love and the hope and the comfort. So the thing that you used to complain about, you need to give God glory that the fact that you went through it and you came out of it and you have an anointing now to overcome in it. Grab it. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, I'm about to shake it off. Here's what the Bible says. Shake off your dust. Rise up. Isaiah 52, verse 2. Matthew 10, 14. Shake off rejection from your feet as you leave. Shake off closed doors. Shake off negativity. Shake off the failure. Shake off the past. Shake off complacency. Shake off apathy. Shake off unbelief. Shake off unforgiveness. When I count to three, I want you to shake it off and throw it back in the fire. Are you ready for this? Tell your neighbor, neighbor, I'm about to shake this off. Shake it off. Tell your neighbor, I'm about to shake this off. I'm about to shake it off. And, and respectfully, Taylor Swift, this may be your song, but it's our anointing. Are you ready? One, two. I want you to shake it off and give God the best praise you've given him thus far in this entire conference. Because everything that has been launched to poison you and stop you and strangle you and hold you back, it will not succeed. It will not. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Every voice 
that has spoken against you will be silent. These are the benefits of those that serve the Lord. The vindication comes from him, Isaiah 54, 17, ready? One, two, three, shake it off! Shake it off! Shake it off! Shake it off, let it shake us! Shake it off in your house! Shake it off in your marriage! Shake it off in your home! Shake it off in your mind! Shake it off in your heart! Shake it off! Shake it off! Shake it off! Shake it, shake it! Shake it off! Shake it off! Shake it off! By the way, let me remind you, let me reiterate, whatever you can't shake off, no worries. Jesus washes off. All right. Let me, I'm going to land this right now. Let's close right now. Matter of fact, stand with, you are standing. You're standing, you're not standing. Where's Pastor Russell? Pastor Russell, come up here. I'm going to show you what God gave me. Oh, but... Can I, watch this, this is, this is the word. This, shipwreck survivors carry an anointing, shake it off. Not only that, shipwreck survivors surprise the world. You are people of surprise. I'm reading the scripture. Acts 28.6, the people expected him to swell up. I kid you not, they expected him to sw swell up or suddenly fall dead. But they were surprised. Y'all didn't get that. The people were expecting him to swell up or die. There were devils, demons, legions, principalities, powers of darkness, and even people that when you went through what you went through, they expected you to swell up or die. And yet here you are. Look at your neighbor, tell him surprise, surprise, surprise. Tell him surprise, surprise, surprise. Here you are. Your praise says that you're still alive. Your worship says that you're still alive. Your shout says that you're still alive. Your dance says that you're still alive. Your prophetic uttering says that you're still alive. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Somebody say surprise, surprise, surprise. I am believing that in this season, you will surprise those that expected you to swell up and die. And you will surprise them by not swelling up, but not dying, but rather by thriving and changing your nation for the glory of Jesus. Planet Shakers are about to surprise the world. Somebody say surprise, surprise, surprise. No, no, say surprise, surprise, surprise. I'm about to do something new. I've already begun Isaiah 43, 19. I'm going to surprise the world. New Guinea, there will be surprise. Malaysia, surprise. South Africa, surprise. Europe, surprise. The Philippines, surprise. In all of these continents, in all of these continents, 
the venomous snake of moral relativism and cultural decadence, the venomous strangling snake of false religions and faux pas spirituality have emerged to kill an entire generation. All around the world, there are snakes that have emerged to strangle an entire generation. But I'm here to prophesy that we're about to surprise the world. The Philippines surprise, China surprise, Japan surprise, Africa surprise, Asia surprise, America surprise, New Zealand surprise, Australia surprise. We're gonna surprise the world. We're gonna surprise the world. We're gonna surprise the world. They expected our generation to swell up and die. Poisoned. Poisoned by unbelief. Poisoned by a, a perpetual entitlement society where we see ourselves continuously as victims. Poisoned by hypersensitivity that everything, absolutely everything, offends us. And we can't handle anything because we break and we're so vulnerable. Oh, and if you say that, I'm, I'm destroyed forever. And if you unlike me, oh, I can't handle it. And if, oh, get over it. That's not who you are. You are not a victim. You are a child of God, created in the image of God, to roar like a lion of God. People of God in the hour of God. Somebody say surprise, surprise, surprise. Where's Pastor Russell? There you are, handsome. Come here. There's a reason for this. This, this thing about the nations being surprised and about. And it, the expectation of a generation being poisoned or strangled by the proverbial, the figurative, the metaphorical, the, the snakes and the vipers of our day and age. And all of a sudden, surprise, we don't die, we actually thrive. That's what God has anointed you to do. To lead an entire movement, not a conference, not an idea, not a construct, but a movement. And it's not just any movement. It's because what makes Planet Shakers unique is that you're, you're, you are Christ-centered and you are Bible-based, but you do not quench the Holy Spirit. Not that other things, you give freedom, you, you provide space for the Spirit of God to move as He wishes. And, and, and you gather a bunch of shipwreck and storm survivors and you gather them from all around the nations and you tell them, go back, go to your Malta, go to your Rome and just preach the gospel, change the world. Because the snakes will never be able, ever, ever be able to strangle you or poison you ever again because you survived. So I, I, I want to just speak, a, I'm going to speak a word upon you that God gave me, but I need you to understand. Can I ask you a question just from the narrative? What was it, what part of the body was the part that the snake attacked in Paul? Yes, can I put it on you for a second? It was the hand. It wasn't the ankle, it wasn't the neck, it wasn't the earlobe, it was the hand. 
subsequently, read it, same chapter, Acts 28. The governor, the head official, for lack of a better term, the de jour, the de facto governor of Malta, his dad was sick with a fever and dysentery. And the Bible says that Paul, who just shook off the snake, the snake that attacked his what? His what? The Bible says that, Paul, quote, Paul took his hand, Jedediah, and placed it upon the man who was sick. He took his hand. It's not a coincidence. The same thing that the snake attacked. Paul took his hand, placed it upon the man. The man was healed, and subsequently, a healing revival broke out in Malta where everyone who was sick got cured. I'm here to tell you the same area the devil has been attacking in your life will be the same area that God will use for his glory, will be the same area that God will bless like never before. The same area the enemy has been attacking will be the same area that God will use and bless for his glory. What does that mean, Pastor Sam? That if recently the enemy has been attacking your integrity, your health, your family, your church, your finances, your marriage, whatever it may be, the same area that the snake attempted to strangle and kill will be the same area that will experience unprecedented favor from God. My God, if you believe that, I need you to give God the biggest shout you have given him. This entire Planet Shakers conference. Repeat after me, say the same area the enemy has attacked will be the same area that God will bless, that God will use, and that God will favor. Pastor Russell, come up here. In the name of Jesus. If you don't know the story, revival broke out. The people were so blessed by the ministry of Paul that they furnished everything they needed to get into their next. Remember the shipwreck? The people of Malta were so blessed. An entire island nation was transformed with the gospel of Jesus, with signs and wonders. And they furnished, they favored them. And once they arrived to Rome, funny story, remember Paul went as a prisoner? When they arrived to Rome, and Paul says, I'm here, go ahead. I'm ready to defend myself. This gospel thing has changed me. I lived it out. I used to persecute these people. I was responsible for the death. And I saw it myself. I had a road to Damascus, let me tell you. And they basically looked at him and said, dude, stop. Before you talk, we have a glitch in the proverbial matrix. In other words, we can't find your paperwork. Paul said, what? We, we've looked around. You, we know that you're here because, but we can't find your paperwork. So basically the case is dismissed because we can't do anything with you because we can't find your paperwork. So Paul stuck around for a couple of years doing what? Not drinking caramel macchiatos or chai lattes. Preaching the gospel of Jesus. Preaching the gospel of grace and truth and love and resurrection and eternal life and abundant life. And he preached it and the gospel spread throughout the world because he survived the shipwreck. Because he learned how to shake off the snake. 
be understood that the area the enemy attacks the most is the area that God wants to favor the most. And he changed. And here we are in Australia today, lifting up Jesus because Paul shook it off. Raise your hands. He protected you for this hour. He saved you for this hour. He delivered you for this hour. He favors you for this hour. And Pastor Russell, this is your story because the Spirit of God told me to tell you, and I'm going to give you the mic, the Spirit of God told me to tell you that just like Paul, everything that has jumped out of the fire to strangle your vision and to poison your future, the Lord told me to tell you that every single snake has been defeated. And the Lord says, I'm granting you favor in Rome. I'm granting you favor nation by nation. If nation by nation, the Lord says nation by nation, I'm granting you unprecedented favor. I'm, and they will know, and they will know, and they will know, and they will know. The Lord says you will no longer need to push or even ask. The invitations will flood you and you will have to determine what I am saying to you as it pertains to priority. The Lord says I give you the nations. Asia is yours. Africa is yours. Latin America is yours. America is yours. Europe is yours. It's yours. It's yours. It's yours. It's yours. It's yours. And it's favor. Somebody shout favor. Somebody shout favor. Somebody shout favor. So right here, as Pastor Russell's here, what is final thing, final thing. We have just a couple of minutes here. This is for every single person who has survived the shipwreck. And every single person who is now determined never again to lowering the anchor until they reach their destination. Every single person who's willing to let the lifeboats, the plan B and C, drift away. Every person who has concern and compassion for those that are in your ship. And it's not just about you making it, it's about everyone in your ship making it. And every single person who you're drenched and you held on to a, a piece of wood, a plank of shipwreck, I want you to hear me. Some religious people will get upset when they see God's favor upon you. Because you're drenched, you, you have some scars on you. You've been through things. But religious people always get upset when God uses the people they deem unqualified. So what are you gonna do with all that criticism? You're gonna do what? I can't hear you, do what? Do what? So this final, final thing. It's just an act, a prophetic act. All I want you to do, Pastor Russell, is one more time. Take this, and what I say now, chuck it, 
the moment you chuck it, if there's anyone in this audience and you watching by television, there's a number going to appear on your screen for you to call right now. Whatever the enemy has sent your way, you're going to shake it off in the name of Jesus because you carry an anointing to shake it off. You really do. So when I counted three, Pastor Russell is going to shake it off, but he's doing it on behalf of an entire generation, unleashing a generation of planet shakers that will go to Rome, that will go to their respective Rome and change the world. So I want you to chuck that, shake that thing off like you've never shaken it off before. We're going to shake off every single lie about us. We're going to shake off every bit of doubt. We're going to shake off every bit of unforgiveness, every bit of unbelief, every bit of agnosticism. We're going to shake off every vestige of the flesh. We're going to shake off everything the enemy has sent our way. We're going to shake off. We're going to shake off self-inflicted wounds. We're going to shake off. We're going to shake off every work of the enemy, every work of ourselves. We're going to shake off. We're going to shake it off. Are you ready? Are you ready? So on the count of three, we're going to shake it off. And I'm just going to do this final call before I leave. And then I'll root out. But if, if you say, Pastor Sam, oh man, this is me. This is me. I've survived some stuff, but I've permitted other things that have come out of the fire to strangle my vision and to somehow poison my dream and my faith. But not today. Today I'm going to shake it off. If you're ready to surprise the world, if you're ready to surprise yourself, if you're ready to surprise everything around you, when I count to three, I want you to shake it off. And if you have to come out of your seat and just show somebody around you, I'm not who I used to be anymore. I am on my way to Rome, and I'm shaking it off today. Then come out of your seat when I count to three and occupy that space and shake it off. Don't run. Just casually work your way off to shake it off. Ready? Ready? One, two, uno, dos. We get this? Are you sure? Do you have any questions? Are you sure? This is the nations opening up. This is favor. This is the paperwork being written in your favor. I mean like real paperwork. Like governmental paperwork. Like nations granting you access. Like China granting you access. I see cities in China right now. Major cities in China granting you access. No, no, I see governmental leaders giving you access. The paperwork will be in your favor. Just like Paul, the paperwork will be in your favor. Ready, one, two, three, shake it off. Somebody shake it off. 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 Shake it off on behalf of your family. Shake it off on behalf of your generation. Shake it off on behalf of your tribe. Shake it off. Shake it off. Father, in the name of Jesus, believing that the paperwork will now appear in our favor and the decrees and things that were written against us will now flip and be written in our favor just like Paul so Lord here we are we have survived the shipwreck we have raised our anchor we have raised our praise our commitment to you we surrender all we say yes we will forevermore hold on to the peace of the wood the grace-filled work of Christ on the cross the vicarious atoning work of Jesus we have the anointing to shake things off. We're going to surprise 
everyone around us and even ourselves that instead of swelling up and dying we're gonna thrive and we're gonna see your glory like we've never seen it before and with our experiences we will heal those around us who are broken and who are hurting we're not just gonna get on social media and become braggadocious about the fact that we shook things off the same area the enemy attacked will be the same area that you will use to heal others through us You will heal the people around us. Today we turn our back on everything that keeps us away from you. And not only, just like Paul, not only will you bless us, but you will make us a blessing to everyone we know. So today is the day we're on our way to Rome. And today we shake it off. Somebody shout amen. Somebody shout amen. Somebody shout amen. Somebody shout, shake it off! Shake it off! Hey, planet shakers, let's do this. May the strength of the Father, the grace of the Son, and the anointing of the Holy Spirit make this season the best season of your life. And let's do one thing together. I kid you not. Let's do one thing. Let's go change the world. God bless you. We love you. Stand up. Pick up your mat and walk. The words of Jesus, John chapter 5, to the man who was paralyzed. Your days of paralysis are officially over. If you've been blessed by this program, if you've heard from heaven, if God has spoken to you, to your family, to your dream and your destiny, now I want to encourage you right now to generously sow a seed into this ministry. This ministry for the glory of God, not rhetorically, for the glory of God, we are seeing the world change. We are literally reaching millions around the world through God's transformative word, through his power, through his spirit. We're committed to the centrality of Christ, to the word of Almighty God, and through a free flow of his spirit. I want you to help me change the world. I don't want to talk about changing the world. I want to really change the world. But it requires your help, your financial investment your generous love offering. The information's on the screen. Follow me on PastorSam.com, on Facebook, Reverend Samuel Rodriguez, Twitter and Instagram, Pastor Samuel Rodriguez. I want you to follow me right now, but I want you to visit our website and I want you to give right now. So a generous seed, I assure you, your life will be blessed because you and I will be the greatest blessing as we touch the world. We are not talking about changing the world. You and I, we're changing the world in Jesus' name. God bless you. God keep you. If this message has ministered to you, please consider sowing to this outreach ministry. Make your check payable to New Season, P.O. Box 246090, Sacramento, California 95824. Additionally, you may make a secure donation by visiting our website's give page at newseasonedworship.org. If you are in the Sacramento area, we invite you to join us at New Season Christian Worship Center. Sunday worship services are held at 9 a.m. and 12 p.m. We look forward to seeing you there. Thank you for watching. Join us next time on New Season with Pastor Sam Rodriguez.